What is up, you beautiful people? This is Gary Horton. This is this is the NWA, the podcast celebrating the past, present, future history, legacy, and tradition of the greatest pro wrestling entity of all time. We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance. It is so good to see you, beautiful, beautiful faces. Dead Kobe, you got a shout out right before the timer went on uh, about uh, your comments on our uh, tardiness and uh, <laughs> that. Uh, this also marks a very special occasion. I think this is the first official show that I haven't worn black. Oh, and I don't, I don't know what I'm thinking. Anyway, <laughs> don't get uh, self-conscious. You look good, Gary. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. We also may have a special uh, guest on and, uh, and I, I just, I, I have to tell you that I, I don't know 100% sure, but I, I think it's going to happen. And, uh, it was just funny because leading into the show, uh, Doc was already trying to save face, saying, like, just let them know. I'm just having some fun, like, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, LOL, F Doc. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, so that could happen uh, if you're here. And uh, just want to just want to welcome everybody in the chat. Ace Pitch, Kid McCormick, James Lawrence, Jedi, Warrior, Ezra Vickery, John Gott, Dead Kobe. Uh, even you, <laughs> I'm not going to say your stupid name, but you're just here to fart. And thank you so much for being here. So we are grateful for every single person, whatever you're here for. We're thankful you're here leading up into June the 6th on Sunday, 4 p.m. It is when our shadows fall, the NWA. You got Trevor Murdoch taking on Nick Aldis for the world's heavyweight championship. It is for the real world's championship. And you know what? Why even why even screw around? Why don't we just get right into it? What you're all here for is because you're here because you care about that world's heavyweight championship match. And we don't want to waste your time. We don't want to waste any of our guests' time. Hold on now. I'm just going to say, you're just going to skip right. I'm going to say, because if Trevor was here, I would tell him exactly what's on my mind about this match (laughs) and how this has gone down. Oh. I'm glad you said that, Doc. Uh, Trevor Murdoch is here, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we'd love for Doc Stinson to please go ahead. Feel free to tell Trevor Murdoch what's on your mind. Well, give the man an introduction. I mean, let's hear it. We're talking about. <laughs> Come on, Doc. I want to hear it. <laughs> He's ready to talk, guy, till you meet one. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, <laughs> Oh, my God. Trevor Murdoch, thank you so much for being here, buddy. I know you're taking some time off. Your son's in the middle of a double header. He is taking special time out here just to come hang out with us for a few minutes just to tell you how bad he's going to whip that ass on Sunday, June the 6th. Doc, you seem suspicious, but Trevor, I feel like I, I'm feeling good about it, man. I've loved everything you've done so far, and I'm glad to see you. There's, there's a certain thing in play here, guys, that we, we've got no control over. It's called destiny. My path and my direction has been heading towards that NWA world title since the day I put on my first pair of wrestling boots. And right now, Doc, I know you're not happy about it, but it's my time. It's my moment. I've worked hard for it. I've earned it. And to be absolutely honest with you, I think Nick Aldis knows it too. And Doc, I've been watching this program, and for somebody to be talking as much as you have, sir, I think you know it too. This might be the end of an era. Doc, what number is he going to be on on Sunday? 
Well, he's on uh, 955 today, so you do the math. I'm not a mathematician. I'm a historian. And and and, and, uh, and Mr. Murdoch, you know that I've not been nothing but respectful towards you. I think you're a great competitor. You're one of my favorite competitors out there. You, we hosted you on Piper's Notes. I, I, I've done nothing but uh, sing your praises, and I've said on record that you are <laughs> definitely so, someone who could go in there and shock the world. My question is this. We're talking about the integrity of the championships and we're talking about the integrity of that prestigious national title that you once held and defended bravely and courageously and honorably. And that's where my issue has always been. So I know that uh, that uh, Gary and Will up here like to kind of spin my words and kind of twist things, and, and they want to drive a wedge between you and I. But, champ, I, I'm, I'm looking for uh, uh, towards uh, the Sunday, and uh, we'll see what happens. Is Destiny sir, on your side? Maybe, Sir, I'm respectfully going to call bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, I watch this show religiously every week and and I, I do I do appreciate the kind words you're saying now but I believe if there was another individual ie my my competitor Nick Aldis in this in this seat right now I believe you'd be shining his backside up just as much as you shine mine up it, it, I, I say weekly. It, I think that uh, that Doc's butt would be jealous of the amount of crap that comes out of his mouth. I, it is I, just impressive. I have watched you and Nick tag team these two poor men and then sit back and try to be respectful of you both. And now that I'm on the program, your goose is cooked, Stinson. Mm. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Once again, I mean, the, obviously the fix is in. The fix is in on anything that's – that's uh, that's it's going to be in the slightest bit complimentary towards the history that uh, Nick Aldis has achieved to the nobility that has distinguished his reign. And uh, and uh, I mean, this is just, a, again, part of the, the overall construct involving you, Mr. Gary Doc, Horn, Doc, Mr. Doc, Will Doc, Martin, Doc, Joe Galley, and all Doc, and May Valentine and all the others that want Doc, to silence. Nobody's, nobody's tried to push your buttons. They're just looking for the mute. And uh, we just can't find it. We, I'd love it if we found it. Hey, Trevor, you know you you you've you've had your your moments here at NWA Power. You've you've looked good. I, I want to post an old interview you and I did because you said back then on I think it was like episode twelve of like NWA Power. You were in a match with Nick Aldis. It was it was way back. You got it. You came up short on that particular matchup. And uh, you admitted it in the interview we had, and you said on that day, I still remember to this day, you said, things are not finished between me and that man. <laughs> You're like, I'm coming back for him. And uh, I'm going to find it. I'm going to post it up this week. But it was it was really good. And uh, and and you stuck to it, man. You, you, you came back for him. And uh, you've had your ups and downs this season on NWA Power. But here you are. You won the Battle Royal. You're in the championship match. Just talk a little bit about where where you're at mentally right now. Right now, um, it, it's definitely, like I said in, in the, the last promo on power, it's all real for me. It's something that I've, the minute that I won that battle royal, I've thought about this 24-7. Uh, my wife says I'm a slight bit, I'm slightly obsessive about it. Um, I'm going against, and, and Mr. Stimson, I will give you props in, in the aspect when it comes to Nick on this. Nick is the best in the business right now he's the best in the business he he's the best in-ring performer he is the best uh on the mic when you come when we talk about a representation for the nwa um 
at he, he's he's one of the best. Um, the difference between what what Nick's been doing and what's now is now the as Nick's been carrying the torch for two years now with power we've opened up a whole plethora of opponents and and, and people that have earned an opportunity to go against Nick. And, and I've stated, like you said, since day one, that one day our business isn't going to be done yet. And, and I knew that's where the direction was. Um, so I know, I, I know I've been, I'm excited and I've been thinking about this match um, probably a lot longer since I've won the battle Royal um, because I, I, I didn't know it was going to be Nick, but I knew one day I was going to be here. Um, Nick is, is one of the, is going to be one of the toughest competitors I've ever went against. Um, but I shouldn't expect anything less for when it comes down to sweet Charlotte. You know what I mean? Um, he is, uh, right now he's the world champion and I want to do my best to make sure that June 6th, you say, you know, Trevor Murdoch, new NWA world heavyweight champion. Let me ask you this, uh, Trevor, and this, and this is meant sincerely here. I'm not trying to take a jab or, or. Um, so one of the things that we've noticed and we've commented on, and I think you would probably agree is that, you know, you're, you're, you're trained by the great Harley race himself. You were the first student out of his school, in fact. Uh, so you carry a unique sense of history that no one else can say, even, even the, even the current champ can't say that. Uh, one of the things that I think has frustrated uh, someone like me who, uh, who values the history and, and values the, the tradition that you represent is you have on multiple occasions allowed your emotion to get the better of you. When you are in the ring and that bell rings and the weight of Harley race, the weight of Dory Funk Jr., the weight of Luthes pours on you and you look across the ring and see the 10 pounds of gold, are you going to be able to stay focused and contain that emotion? Or is it going to get the better of you this Sunday at 4 p.m. when you go into that match for the challenge of your lifetime, are you going to be able to contain that emotion? I don't have an honest answer for you on that because I, this is a, a, a once in a life moment. I've never been in this situation. I'm going in completely blind. The one thing that Nick does have completely on me right now is, is he has experience. He has the match quality, the match time. He's been in that high pressure situation for over 900 plus days, like you said, as world champion. Um, I know what I am going to go with. I'm going to go with my gut and, and I'm not going to give up. And that's one of the things that I think, you know, Nick doesn't quite understand about this situation is you're, you're going to have to do something extremely drastic to get me to lay down for the one, two, three for this. I mean, this is going, going to go to a whole nother level because there is to me after this, there are no other options no other opportunities there are no other goals there's no other places to go this is it this is my end game and so i have no other backup plan i have no other thing other than walking out of their nwa world heavyweight champion um yeah i i i see where you're going doc on this with with me and and, and me letting my anger and um my temper get a hold of me at times uh but the one thing that you can say about me is that I never back down. I don't care what it is. I don't care what the situation. Um, I may get my ass whooped, but you're going to know I was there. Next time you see me, you're going to speak with my name with respect and you're going to speak to me with respect. 
Um, and I think that's a big issue right now between Nick and I, especially in NWA and in the locker room and stuff like that, is there's a big respect issue between Nick and I. And, and I feel it's his lack of respect for me. Um, yes, sir, you've, you've been the champion for 900 plus days, but you also need to remember when you were just coming into this business, I was world tag team champion with one of the biggest companies in the business. While you were learning this business, I was in the pressure cooker and I was handling business. I've always been one step ahead of Nick until I got here to NWA. That's all going to change on June 6th. Mm, I felt Trevor, that. you, uh, you won uh, this number one contendership or a shot at this match by uh, winning a, a pretty uh, hard fought battle royal. And there's been some debate on this show and other forums about a battle royal being a way to uh, give someone a chance at the world's heavyweight championship. Tell us about the battle royal, how that was for you. I mean, you had just come off of 30 days being off, and then here you are in a ring with. 14, 15 other guys and trying to earn your spot. What was going through your mind during that battle Royal? Um, any, anytime you're in a battle Royal, you've got two ways to go about it. You can go be the aggressor and, and try to get everybody out. You can, or you can use a little common sense and sit back and kind of let some of those people weed themselves out. Um, I'm usually the aggressor. I want to be the guy that throws everybody out and gets the high number at the end of the battle royal. Um, but I did control my temper and my 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 attitude, my and my thought process. And I, if you watch that, I held back a little bit and just kind of waited to see where the chips fall on a lot of the guys. <coughs> Excuse me. There was a lot, and I mean a lot of talented guys that could have very well been in my position right now um so i i did play the game a little bit and sit back and 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 let things go where they go and then took advantage of the opportunities when they when they came um nick aldis is a very smart intelligent wrestler i i i i, I know exactly what kind of wrestler nick is and if i don't um if i don't use my head and use my experience I very well could be, um, I could lose this match, you know, and that um, would probably be one of my biggest uh, regrets in my careers. If, if I lose this match, there's, there's so much on the line, not only for me professionally, but personally, you know, with this, because you guys, you guys know, I mean, yes, we're, this is a wrestling program, but you guys know world title opportunities don't come around very often. Uh, for the same for the same guy, you know what I mean. I, I kind of get thrown back down at the bottom of the list and work my way back up, and that's not something that when you're 42 years old, it's not an easy task. One of the coolest things that I saw on today's episode of Power Surge is just Billy talking about, uh, and we're going to let you go here in a minute, but just that that he he mentioned, you know, when when somebody, uh, well, when May asked him if he if she thought. That, or that he thought that you were worthy of the the world's heavyweight championship. Like that's been a, a point of contention with with uh, uh, Nick Aldis. Uh, Billy Corgan mentioned that you know, hey, Harley Race trained Nick Aldis and trained Trevor Murdoch. Who would know better than Harley Race on who deserves the world's heavyweight championship? And uh, I, I really I really loved that comment from him. But uh, 
I just wanted to point that out and just uh, and, and give you a chance to 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 make final thoughts here because I, I know you got to get back and, and you've been no, so no, no. good to us um, giving us your time. I, I know I I've read the comments from people. I, I know that um, if I accomplish my goal and I become the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, I know that I don't fit the normal of a world champion. I don't look the, the, the way a normal world champion looks. I know I don't talk the way a normal world champion um, talks. I know I'm different in every aspect. That doesn't mean I'm not worthy. It doesn't mean I haven't earned it. It doesn't mean that I'm not, I, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Um, that was, that's the one thing like everybody forgets about with the NWA. If you look at the champions throughout the years, there were, there were a lot of tough guys and they sure as hell didn't look the same. Um, that's what NWA is bringing back. NWA is bringing back the real tough guys. And, you know, I've never seen two pretty best friends. Well, it's, it's no different than, than you know, in, in this scenario. Um, that's why I always tell Doc and Will it's okay that we're all pals. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I, makes I'm you feel better, aware, <laughs> I'm fully aware I'm not the norm. Um, but that doesn't mean I, I'm not the champion either. You know what I mean? I've been I've been breaking the mold since the day I got in this business. I've been doing I've been going against everything everybody said in this business since the day you know twenty two years ago when I started. You know, fat guy like me is not supposed to be in WWE. Well, the hell with you guys. I went there and I became a world champion. You know what I mean? Every company I've been to, I've excelled and I've done. I went against the norm, and this ain't no different, guys. It isn't. You know what I mean? I'm not here to prove. Uh, my naysayers wrong. I'm here to prove the people that have support me. Right. Does that make sense? What a story, man. I mean, you were just, I mean, I remember talking to you like when power started up and, uh, you had almost like, it, it seemed like you had almost just been ready to like settle into a position in like, I don't know, teaching or doing whatever you're doing. And uh, here you are on June 6th, when our shadows fall, you're competing for the real world's heavyweight championship. The same one Harley Race held, the same one Dory Funk held. I mean, there you are. You're the man. You 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 have the chance to cement yourself in history. Uh, I, I, I'm feeling for you, man. I think a lot of people are behind you. I, I hope everybody's pulling for me, man, because I'm going to give it everything I've got. Um, on top of the fact that, there's a hell of a card for when shadows like when our shadows fall. Have you guys seen that lineup yet? Like, oh yeah, man. You know, it, it, the wrestlers. Um, you know, there's a wrestling motto where you go out and you have your match and you kind of look at the next match and you say, "Follow that." Well, if you guys looked at that card, if they all keep that same motto, I got a whole hell of whole hell of a lot of work ahead of me. Come come June six, boys, because that card's off the charts. Off the charts. That's true, man. Well, Trevor, uh, we know now it's family time. You got to get back to your son and his uh, game. We we would just want to say thank you so much for spending time with us. We we really appreciate you taking the taking a minute here to talk to us. Thank you guys for having me, and I do watch you guys every week, and you guys are killing it, man. Thank you for carrying the uh, the mantra of the NWA and, and giving people a voice, and and certainly giving their opinions and giving them an opportunity to talk about us. So uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. Uh, you definitely are valuable to me, and, and I enjoy the shit out of it. 
Yes, sir. We will see you this weekend at When Our Shadows Fall. We'll be there. Rob will be locked in a closet somewhere, so he'll shut the <laughs> hell up. But Will, Will and I will be out there banging on chairs and screaming for you, buddy. We're gonna have so we're gonna have a little bit of a crowd, man. So it should be a good time. Yeah. All right. Hey, best take- best of luck to you, Trevor. Best of luck to you. Thank you guys. Thanks, Trevor. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, Trevor Murdoch. Like <laughs> you see Doc's face. <laughs> Doc got serious all of a sudden. Now oh, you go talk some junk, huh? You, you <laughs> feeling pretty confident? Now that this is the best moment I've ever had on this show. Oh, man. <laughs> I said what Finally, I had to say. I was not the one getting double teamed the entire time. And nobody here, and nobody here on this panel ever said anything disrespectful about Trevor Murdoch. I state my opinions. Everything I've said is in a plain lot of day for the world to see. You can go back and watch the tape. We got it on tape. Pull the tape. See what I said. Sure, yeah. Okay? People I use mean, tapes. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. We've been <laughs> taping all these. I'm looking for a great contest. It doesn't do me any good uh, to, to, to hope that, that this is a one-sided. I mean, I want to see an epic contest. I think that's what we're going to see. But at the end of the day, are the emotions – going to get the better of Trevor Murdoch. And I think that's what the dealer is banking on. Well, we're, we're going to find out. we got a hell of a card stacked up for when our shadows fall. If you guys haven't been paying, paying attention to social media, there's a lot of matches coming up. Trevor wasn't lying. Um, there is just, a, I mean, it, it's short notice, but there is a hell of a lineup for this show. And he's right. I mean, if this match just stacks on top of each other it's going to be quite impressive i hope you're all subscribed on fight tv already to nwa power so you could have seen the build up to this but even if you haven't um when our shadows falls available to you right now you can check it out on fight tv and uh go ahead and purchase that pay-per-view it's a a small price to pay for an excellent night of wrestling starts at 4 p.m on sunday so even it's early in the day so you and the whole family can have a good time watching it. We're going to run through that card here and uh, talk about it just a bit. So uh, first up on that matchup or on that card, I'm sorry, is uh, we've got a four-way tag team title or not tag team title, tag team fatal four-way. There we go. I got it out finally. The end straight off of their uh, loss to uh, the War Kings for their number one contendership in the uh, NWA tag team title competition. Uh, they are taking on Rock, uh, Marche Rocket slice Boogie, and uh, that's a that's a unique one because I mean we've seen both these guys in tag team competition. Uh, Marche Rocket team with Fred Rosser earlier in the season, slice Boogie team with Mims, but here they are teaming with each other, and uh, they're going to be also taking on Mecha Wolf and Beastia Six Six Six. Rob mm. probably not going to be a fan of that as a Calvinist and a Presbyterian, but there he is. Uh, these guys are straight out of like Triple uh, A, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, some unique uh, stuff going on there. And uh, Renaro and Rudo uh, are also in this matchup. Uh, Rudo, you might have known better as uh, his last name was Adonis in certain places, but I guess he's trying to not connect himself to other people. But a well-known talent all over the world, nonetheless. And uh, not sure what happened to the uh, Mega Pals. But uh, Renaro's picked up a new tag team partner here, and uh, here we are, a fatal four-way tag team competition. This one's going to be a barn burner, and you'd have to think, Doc, that uh, the outcome of this has to have implications for the number one contendership for the tag team titles, I would, I would guess. 
Oh, no doubt about it. And I, I ran the algorithm earlier, and uh, you can bank <laughs> on it. Uh, this uh, this has got the end written all over it. This is the the absolute kind of match that the end are, are made and constructed for, and they emerge uh, as contenders for those tag team titles that uh, will surely be worn by uh, Strictly Business uh, when this night ends. Well, how are you feeling about that one? <laughs> uh, I feel great. I mean, I, I'm not... You know, I'm always torn because I'm a huge tag team fan, um, but I'm not a fan of of multiple mm-hmm. matches, three and four way. But the fact that this is not necessarily for the titles um, and these four teams are are stacked. I'm really curious about uh, Marche Rocket and Slice Boogie, how well they're going to work together. It's the first time seeing them paired up. Um, and then, you know, Renaissance Man, Sal Renaro and Rudo, that's that's I mean, He's he's all over the place. So to see how well they work together will be interesting. But I mean, I lean towards Doc as much as, you know, it pains me to agree with him from time to time. Um, I mean, the end, they have the most experience in an NWA ring right now. And they uh, are are an incredible team and they're a couple of beasts. So uh, but it will be interesting to see, you know, the dynamic between these four teams and how this contest goes. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, – I can't believe this is going to happen. Maybe a first time ever on the show. I wish we could just throw up some crazy <laughs> graphics. But the end, <laughs> the end is on a roll. And the end, although they did lose to the War Kings, it was uh, – you know, it did was – Yeah, did it was know? it was controversial at best, the ending of that matchup. And so the end have – we've seen promo, promos on – social media and elsewhere from the end, they uh, have a score to settle and they are unhappy with the results of that number one contendership. So uh, they are, they are looking to make a comeback and get those tag team titles. So I expect uh, that they will be back very soon. Although I am very interested to see how these other teams do. Uh, Mecha Wolf and Beastia 666 are the only ones uh, uh, that are, an actual team that I know of that they've, uh, like I said, they've, they've competed in triple a and such. So uh, they've been all over, but the, the other guys, uh, maybe first time team members. And so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but I don't know. I just, uh, just the end is dangerous. That's, that's the only yeah. thing I can say about them. All right. Well, next up on the card, you've got a big matchup here with the debuting JTG taking on Fred Rosser, Mr. No Days Off himself. And uh, he's been a big star breakout here on this season of NWA Power. Of course, you've also seen him in NJPW Strong. You've also seen him at United Wrestling Network, uh, Primetime Live. So, Fred Rosser all over the place. And of course, former WWE superstar as well, just like JTG. Uh, and uh, this one's going to be a big one too. Uh, Will, I'm going to throw to you first. You have any thoughts on this big matchup between JTG and Rosser? Uh, I'm excited to see it, man. I mean, this was one of them that when I was uh, running through the card that um, the NWA posted today on social media, this was one that I, I just immediately got excited for because these are two guys that are are legends in their own right. They've been around the business long enough to uh, be considered veterans, in my opinion. And I think that uh, they're going to get in the ring and put on a hell of a show. And I'm excited for it. It's, it's definitely towards the top of my list on this already stacked card of matches I'm looking forward to. I don't have a prediction. I don't. That's This is one that I like 
honestly could go either way, in my opinion. And uh, it'll just really depend on which of them shows up more hungry and more ready to, uh, to, to dominate. What are you feeling on this one, Doc? Man, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of JTG. This man is like me. He's very much a renaissance man. He, uh, he, he's got his hands in a little bit of everything. He acts, he writes. Um, he uh, is coming off a, a, a really very uh, active independent streak here within the, uh, the most recent months. And uh, I think he's primed and ready to make his impact here in the NWA. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with JTG on this one. No, no shade on roster. I'm a big roster fan, but I got JTG, man. Well, uh, I'm gonna have to. I mean, we're going two for two with me agreeing with Doc. I guess uh, I, I listen. I think this is all the all the uh, the the, <clears throat> the attributes to be the match of the night. This could steal the show. This wrestling match right here between these two men, and I'm excited to see it happen. And I love some Mister No Days Off Fred Rosser. I think he is super talented. A bit all over the place. Uh, an excellent pickup for the NWA this season, and I, I want to see more out of him. But JTG is coming in, and he's a man who hasn't had quite the spotlight roster has had recently and uh, has been a former WWE superstar, you know, been under the big, big rig, big names, big lights, all of that stuff. He's been there like both of these men have, but Rosser's been making his way back. Well, JTG's looking to do that too here. I feel like JTG is looking to make a big impact here in the pro wrestling industry, remake his name and solidify himself as one of the legends of pro wrestling. And and I'm Fred Rosser. I, I get the feeling he's going to try to do it at the expense of you. Well, you got to think about, uh, uh, back for the attack and this this new perspective that uh, Aaron Stevens has had since the tragic uh, loss of uh, Josephus. And, you know, JTG is known uh, as, as the perennial tag team partner of the late uh, great Shad Gaspard. And I think that, you know, he, he's sort of fighting for multiple purposes, too. And I think every time he entered, enters that ring, he carries he carries that memory and that motivation as well, too, to kind of a, a uh, to lift up Shad's name and to and to do him proud and, and everything. So I just think that when, there's something when you step in the GPB studio. There's something about uh, the weight of history and tradition and uh, and and what you bear and represent. So I think JTG is bringing a lot into this match, uh, and it, I think he's going to be a hard guy to beat. Frankly, uh, yeah, well said, Doc. Uh, very, very good points there made. Uh, next matchup we're going to talk about tonight is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in the hat uh, or in the pool for the uh, weirdest matchup. Like I, I don't know why, but I, I think the the strangest matchup for me, like the one I'm wondering, how are these teams going to work together? And that's going to be this matchup. We're throwing in with uh, Thunder Rosa and Melina are taking on Taryn Terrell and the debuting Kylie Ray. Smiley Kylie Ray coming to the NWA. I know a lot of people out there are excited about that one. That's going to be huge seeing Kylie Ray at GPB Studios. I'm excited. I'm super pumped. And although it's, you know, Taryn Terrell has been a little bit suspicious, as my wife might say, lately. Um, she does seem to have the personality to match Terra Terrell, but it's going to be weird. And, and people are still questioning the connection between Thunder Rosa and Melina, given their past. So Thunder Rosa and Melina takes on Terra Terrell and Kylie Ray. Will, what's going to happen in this match? Oh, man, I, I'm with you, Gary. This is definitely the uh, most random 
match of the night, maybe. Um, and I mean, you know, Thunder Rosa and Molina have been uh, in each other's corners for the last few weeks in on NWA Power, so that's not a huge shock. But uh, Taryn Terrell and Kylie Ray, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they work together. I don't think we've seen Taryn much, if at all, in an NWA ring yet. Um, and so getting these matches uh, and this ring time in is going to be a good indicator of uh, how ready she is for the NWA and the competition. But I mean, any match where you've got uh, the wild card like Thunder Rosa in it, I, it's, I'm hard pressed not to lean that direction when we're making predictions for uh, who's going to be the victor in this match. So I'm going to lean towards Thunder Rosa and Molina. They've got uh, chemistry. They've got history. Uh, I feel like they're, they're going to work really well together. And there's just, you know, too many questions up in the air about uh, Taryn and Kylie, but we'll see. Yeah, Doc, I'm, I'm looking at this matchup, and I mean, I would have taken just Thunder Rosa versus Kylie Ray one-on-one. Like, that would have been a hell of a matchup already. Now you're throwing in Taryn Terrell and Melina into the mix, and things just get, I don't know, they get weird, and you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, what are, you, what are you feeling about this matchup? I mean, it, it's peculiar. It's interesting. I don't. I mean, I, I'm not surprised to see uh, – Taryn Terrell facing off against Thunder Rosa and Molina with all that's been said in, in the, the previous weeks, uh, the, the summits and so forth that's been going on. But for me, I mean, and this is not taking away anything from Taryn Terrell or Kyler Ray, but I think Thunder Rosa and Molina are just too powerful a package. And uh, this is a mathematical equation. I think it's inevitable that uh, they emerge victorious uh, in this match. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to I have to go here with the experience and, and Thunder Rosa and Molina, whether or not they get along all the time, they have been together a lot throughout their history on NWA. So, uh, you know, they've, they've got the most experience with each other. It's going to be a lot to overcome for the brand new pairing of Kylie Ray and Taryn Terrell, no matter how much it seems like they would hang out regularly at uh, clubs and such. So anyway, that's that. Next up. We've got a non-title match. There must be a winner. TV title's not in play here, but we are going to see the big man, Tyrus, with Austin Idol in his corner, taking on the Pope. It's been announced, like I said, there must be a winner. This is a grudge match. There are no... There is no way one of these men's walking out here, out of here with a time limit draw or anything like that. Somebody is walking out here with a W, and I got to ask you, Doc, who's it going to be? Oh, I mean, it's going to be Tyrus. There's no doubt. I mean, this is uh, uh, title's not on the line. There must be a winner, um, and uh, you, you know, with, with that, I mean, Pope, who's intense and uh, and is one of the greatest, most talented athletes in the world today. Definitely one of the greatest talkers. He doesn't have the, you know, he doesn't have the weight of, hey, this this trophy is on the line. He's not going to be as prime for for Tyrus. Tyrus though has got something to prove. For me, as far as I'm concerned, Tyrus has everything to to gain in this. What does the Pope have to gain? That's that's my question. And when a man with everything to gain is a very very dangerous man, you know, and 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 so I think that 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 Tyrus is the the, the all these stars are aligned in his favor. Not only is this going to be uh, a victory for Tyrus, it's going to be an emphatic victory to show that he is ready and worthy to challenge for that uh, prestigious NWA World's Television Championship. Willie, you feel the well, same way? 
Uh, no, I'm not. And, uh, you know, we're we're back to normal here with uh, disagreeing with Doc. But I think that uh, I think you're wrong. I think uh, Pope has a lot to prove. I think if you're the TV champ and you carry that belt with as much prestige as he does, it doesn't matter if it's a title match or a non-title match. You want to win the match. So he does have something to lose. He's got pride to lose. He's got ego to lose. If he goes into this non-title match, loses in the center of the ring, fair and square to Tyrus, that's a black mark whether he loses the title or not. So he's going to go in there ready to continue to prove his worth as he has as TV champion. But you're right. He doesn't have a time limit there to help him out at all like he has in previous matches. Um, and, I mean, I expect this match to, to, to go the distance. I expect us to have uh, a clean winner as, as, you know, is the stipulation. And in my opinion, I think uh, Pope's going to outlast Tyrus. I think it's going to be uh, power versus endurance and Pope's going to outlast him. That's my prediction. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to push back on Doc a little bit here too, Will. Based off of uh, just jumping off of uh, what are your points here? I mean, I think that these two guys have met already in the ring and for the TV title, and it went to a time limit draw. Now Pope is not gonna like carrying that into the Lucky Seven that he gets a victory just based off of a time limit draw. That's not gonna be the kind of champion that the Pope wants to be. I believe that wholeheartedly. He's a man of integrity, a man of honor. He's gonna want to get. A solid victory over the big man, Tyrus. And he's going to have to prove it here tonight because he knows that if he does it, I think that that easily makes Tyrus a contender for the TV title. And Pope would likely like to close out this chapter in that story. Yeah, but that's not going to happen because, see, this is not, this doesn't factor into the championship. This is a grudge match. And grudge matches favor the guys who can get mean and nasty, and that is Tyrus. And so that's that's my, my, my money's going to be on him. And you know what? After we go off the air, we're going to make a little friendly wager. All right. I'm looking forward so to that. So confident in him, am I in Tyrus? All right. Well, uh, Tyrus, I hope you can back up Doc's uh, spending that he's about to do for this weekend uh, when uh, the Pope lays you down one, two, three. All right. Let's talk about the next matchup. We got a uh, tag team title match. It's coming up, boys. They can't, they can't just they, – they heard all of you talking about these one-on-one tag team title matches or tag team matches, and they were like, you know what? We're going to give you all the tag teams, all the tag teams in the world. We're going to just throw them into this pay-per-view, and we're going to have, like, multi-tag team matches. That's what we're doing in this show. So I guess that's what the NWA was thinking, and we're going to get it again for the tag team championships. And you got it here with the War Kings getting another shot – at the tag team titles. And of course, Latimer and Adonis, the former number one contenders who lost that opportunity when they refused to show up for their title match. They're getting it here. Assuming they show up, Doc, with Strictly Business, they'll be here. And uh, they're going to be taking on the tag team champions, Aaron Stevens and Kratos, the uh, the enforcer, the uh, mercenary, Mr. Kratos, the most feared uh, Daka, who, who you call it out of this triple threat match? Of these, that's a lot of meat in the ring, Doc. That's a lot of meat you, in the ring. Why, why are you even asking him? <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, let's talk about this, Gary. First of all, I have to go back to what the champ said tonight on Power Surge. I'm not a fan of the triple threat, man. I mean, uh, there's too many variables that you can lose the championship and not lose the match. And I don't like that. I think uh, this is another piece of evidence in the the vast 
conspiracy and collusion that you, that President William Patrick Corrigan and that Joe Galley have to put roadblocks in the way of strictly business. Because one-on-one, no doubt about it, Latimer and Adonis walk out of here with the straps and the master plan unfolds. Now you finally get to see, oh, wait, let's think about three weeks when he said, hey, don't take the match now. Wait for a couple weeks. Let's have some delayed gratification. Adonis, let's set aside the national championship for world championship prestige. All these chips are now falling into place, and maybe you start to see that maybe Nick Aldis knows what he's talking about. But I'm going to tell you, regardless of the stipulation, live on pay-per-view on Fight TV this Sunday, 4 p.m., when our shadows fall, you're going to see Adonis and Latimer representing Strictly Business walk into that ring with this that the the deck stacked against them like never before, and yet, and yet they will emerge victorious, part of the master plan to capture all the gold in the National Wrestling Alliance. So my money, objectively, is on Strictly Business. Well, I see you raising your hand. I I, I am curious. It sounds like Doc rather. It seems him. I've been ready to reply to that since the first thing Doc said. Go ahead. One, number one, if only Latimer and Adonis had had some kind of opportunity where they didn't have to be in a triple threat, maybe like a two on two, you know, one team against one team match at some point. Oh, wait, they did. And they didn't show up. And you want to cry master plan? Well, how did that plan work out? Here's my number two. We had that debate three weeks ago. Exactly. Here's that's why I'm not even going to go there. Point number two, Rob. Letter B for you. How are you going to cry collusion? Okay. You going to use my lines? You going to use I, my I'm lines? Coming okay. at you. I'm coming at you. This All is right. just the sincerest form of flattery, Rob. How are you going to cry collusion? I'm going to cry collusion because why are they even in this match? They didn't show up for their last match. Why are they getting granted another opportunity? That should have been the end of that, right? So you're going to talk about collusion. They're getting another opportunity. You can't just be happy with that. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy they're getting the opportunity. I just, I just am shocked at how blatant, at how blatant the doggone uh, flexing of the muscle from the president is in this. The blatant flexing of the muscle. He and, and President Corgan. I, by the way, I like that interview. It's very insightful. But he talks about not pulling strings like the puppet master Nick Aldis does. President Corgan is the biggest string puller of all times. Look at this. Week after week after week, from 14-man battle royal to now triple threat, do anything you can do, anything you can think of to keep this upright, noble corporation, strictly business, from achieving what is rightfully theirs, and that is championship glory. But it's not going to work. Well, Rob, I'm going to partly agree with you. I wish it was not a triple threat either. I wish we were seeing a rematch of the War Kings versus That's all I'm saying, Will. That's all I'm saying. Well, well, hold on. We'll go, whoa, 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 whoa. go back. No, no, no. You agreed. No. Nah. <laughs> well, I am curious. I mean, is that you making a prediction, though? Like, who who do you see coming out on top in this tag team matchup? Who, me? Oh, yeah. Man. Dude, it, it's a tough one, man. I mean, if I'm being totally objective, uh, you know, despite my feelings and, and arguments I just made, you look at those teams anybody can come out as, as the winners. The War Kings had a chance. They uh, lost it due to some outside interference. So this is a chance at redemption for them. <laughs> Who's to say the masked man's not going to come out and ruin it for him again. We don't ever know. Hopefully that won't be the case. Hopefully we'll get a clean finish, but I mean, you know, 
for all for all my crap talking, you there's nothing you can take away from from Chris Adonis and Tom Latimer. Those guys are beasts. They work well together. Uh, I'm I'm not shocked if they do win the match. I would hate it because I'll never hear the end of it from Rob, and he'll be sitting there beside me, probably chatting my ear off the whole time, and that'll be really annoying. But if I'm being objective, just to show Rob that I can be, uh, I'm not shocked if Strictly Business walks away with the tag gold. All right. Well, uh, that's interesting to say. I mean, I was going to give you guys crap for you just like uh, the whole time you guys went there for a minute. It was all about strictly business and that sort of thing as if you're going to ignore the war Kings, but I appreciate you bringing them back up there as those, those guys haven't been waiting in the ranks to win those tag team titles this whole entire time. And uh, if anybody could get that bag, it's the war Kings, but I will say this, and I never thought I would be this guy, but after weeks of seeing them in action and after weeks of questioning their devotion to each other and their ability to work together as a team until you can prove to me that Aaron Stevens and Kratos can't retain the tag team titles, I'm going to have to go for the tag team champions. They are the champions for a reason. And as of yet, nobody's proven they can beat them, let alone uh, a bunch of teams that are seemingly having issues of their own. So I'm still going to hang on to, to Kratos and uh, Aaron Stevens in this one. And I think I think that's a respectable position to take, Gary. I really do. You know, I'm I'm very high on Aaron Stevens and his ability to carry that uh, that championship with the the mission focus that he has. So I, that that wouldn't shock me either. But but a lot has been made about cohesion lately. Even even the champ mentioned it tonight in his interview with May Valentine. Um, on uh, this this uh, very fantastic episode, very informative episode of Power Surge. But if we want to make cohesion an issue, which of the three teams up here right now? And I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that Stevens and Kratos can't do what they do and not be cohesive. But if that's going to be a factor, which of these three teams have demonstrated in this season that they are the most cohesive? That's the only thing I want to ask right now. Well. I mean, if you really want to talk about this and you want to uh, counter this with something, I mean, both of... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Who, wait, who do you think has been the most cohesive? That's what I'm cu curious about. Well, we got we got Crimson and Jack Stane, who definitely have not been on the same page mm -hmm. for a number of weeks. We've, okay. got, uh, we've got Stevens and Kratos, and Stevens is coming out saying, look, I'm not, I'm not here for him to be on the same page. This is a hired missionary. We don't have to get along. We don't have to play tiddlywinks and do macrame and embroidery and have summer parties and pizza parties. But then All you've right. got Adonis and Latimer, who from day one have been they they they've they they have had centerliciousness synergy. <laughs> what, what, what's the word? Like they have found they have found gravy cake at the oh, heart of what yes. they've done. <laughs> so, have they found so, gravy cake, or they did they it, pull it out of the oven a little too early? Because as I recall, no. the last time we saw. Uh, Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis, they were both getting eliminated by Trevor Murdoch from the Battle Royal. Uh, just the one who? guy. Because so you're going to tell because me of, that, that those because guys of your are man to pope because of your man to pope. Don't act like that. You, don't you leave that little element out. Just leave that factor out of it. I'm just saying neither one of these guys could uh, eliminate Trevor Murdoch when they had the upper hand on him. And uh, so you're going to say they're going to take the tag team titles over, uh, the uh, most feared Kratos and Aaron Stevens. I'm not seeing it, buddy. I said what I said, Gary, was that your your position is respectable. I can see that, but I think right now, if cohesion is going to be a factor, you can, there's nobody more cohesive right now than Latimer and Adonis, and that's a fact. 
seems like cohesive enough to fall out of the rig uh pretty close together yeah, okay okay <laughs> the uh next matchup <laughs> the uh next matchup we're going to talk about here is for the women's world championship you have got the great woman of a thousand holds serena d fresh off an amazing title defense this past sunday night against Riho. serena Deeb joins us at when our shadows fall june 6 4 p.m eastern she has taken on the unstoppable camille who wins this one the brick house or the woman of a thousand holds. Will, I got to know what you're thinking here. Oh, man. This is a tough one for me. It's going to be hard for me to uh, bet against Serena Deeb after what we saw on Sunday night. It was an amazing title defense against Riho. However, uh, I think it, it, it could have taken a lot out of her. I know she's conditioned. I know she's in great shape coming back from that uh, knee injury. But I just, I mean, especially after hearing Camille talk tonight on Power Surge, she's got a lot to, not to prove, but she's got a lot she wants to accomplish. She, she, she seems very driven. She always has seemed driven. This is no different, but she's in a position for the first time in her career to make history to become a champion, not only a champion, the NWA Women's World Champion, the Burke, the most prestigious prize in all of women's wrestling, she's got a chance at it. She's dangerous, we all know that. Um, and it'll just be interesting to see how this match goes. I think it's not gonna be skewed either way. I think this is gonna be hard fought. Uh, I will not be surprised if this is a very lengthy match. I will also not be mad if it's a very lengthy match because I think these two women are going to bring everything they've got. And um, if I'm if I'm if my arm is twisted and I'm forced to make a prediction, uh, as much as it pains me again to tip the hat to Strictly Business, I think Camille takes it. I think she's just hungry. She's a comfortable in an NWA ring. This is Serena Deep's first time in an NWA ring, by the way. Um, and so I think uh, I think Camille comes away with it. Doc, are you? I mean, I I'm, I almost hesitate to ask you because we're just to save time. But do you feel the same way as Will here? I, I want to preface this by saying and, and emphasizing and echoing what Camille said tonight on Power Surge. I cannot, there cannot, I cannot respect Serena Deeb more than I do. She is an honorable champion. She uh, has done what. <laughs> For most people, would be impossible. She's done. She's defeated Thunder Rosa, possibly the greatest wrestler in the world today. Not once, but twice. Okay, a shot in the dark. Something none of us saw coming. Okay, she's done that. She had some misfortune. She got her, her knee was injured. the The lack of defenses is not her fault. Just like the you can't chalk up the the pandemic to Nick Aldis, like a lot of people want to do out there in social media and whatnot. I have the utmost respect for Serena Deeb. But I cannot believe that she's 100% right now coming off that really amazing match against Riho, by the way, the first AEW Women's Champion in history. A great match, probably the match of the night for me, really the only match I cared about and was invested in. Um, I can, and with that knee, there's got to be concerns. When you're going into a matchup with Camille Brickhouse, with probably the most awesome physical specimen out there today, bar none, you can't have any weaknesses. Camille does her research. She's intelligent. She's uh, 
uh, as, as Alda said tonight, she's been under the tutelage of the master for the last three years. She is ready. She performed her, her uh, job as the uh, insurance policy to perfection. And as a member of Strictly Business, she has flourished. And it is just her time, guys. This is not taking away anything for Serena Deeb. Her name is in the history books. She's looking good, man. She's ferocious. She's got the attitude that I like to see in a champion. She's done the NWA a great honor with her service to, to, to the Burke, just like Thunder Rosa before her. But it's Camille's time. There's nobody in the world stopping Camille. At the end of the day, you got point one of the master plan. The tag team titles come home. The strictly business. Point B of the master plan. The Burke comes home to strictly business. Camille walks out the champ. No doubt. As the three of us being the best of friends, it, it does warm my heart a bit that we, although we argue from time to time, we do agree on many, many things. And if I'm going to refrain from being a complete hypocrite, if I'm going to stick to my guns on who I think is going to walk out with the tag team title, I think there's no way I can step right from that match into this match and not tell you that until somebody shows me that they can put Camille down one, two, three, I have to believe that nobody can put Camille down one, two, three. There's no evidence to back us up that there's anybody in wrestling today uh, that can take down the brick house. And uh, I, I'm going to have to stick with that here. I love I love Serena Deeb. I think she's absolutely fantastic. She's even shown recently a more vicious streak, which I think she's going to need absolutely in this match. There's no way she's getting out of it either without it. But is it going to be enough? I don't know. Nobody, even the great Thunder Rosa yet, has proven that they can take down Camille via submission, via pinfall. It just hasn't happened yet. And so uh, when it comes down to June 6th, when our shadows fall, I'm saying Camille is walking out of this matchup as the NWA World's Women's Champion, and God help anybody in her path after that. I just don't see anybody stepping up quite yet. All right, well, uh, we're going to move on into the main event of NWA, When Our Shadows Fall, and I'm sure we got plenty to talk about there. I just want to remind you all, if you haven't already, go subscribe to our, our own YouTube channel. It's at youtube.com slash thisisprowrestling. We are at TIPW Show everywhere. You can see our Twitter handles and all that stuff. We want to be, you, you got to follow us because we're going to be there. We're going to be at When Our Shadows Fall. We want to communicate with you guys. We want to see what you're thinking. We want to see what your reactions are to these matchups. We're going to be going live all throughout that weekend uh, from the NWA tapings. We're going to be on our TikTok, on our Twitter, on our Instagram, everything. We're going crazy. We're going, as Kanye would say, we're going ape. I, I think that's uh, what Kanye says. I don't know. Going gorilla. I think he says something about a gold, gold digger. Yeah, he does. He does. He also says that. But anyway, we uh, we can't wait to interact with you. So we hope you're all going to be watching when our shadows fall. And we definitely want to hear what you think. All right. So let's talk about. Here it is. Uh, I, I, I'm going to throw to Will first on this one. Will, when our shadows fall, June 6th, Fight TV, 4 p.m., the main event of the evening, the real world's heavyweight champion defends against perhaps his fiercest rival thus far trevor murdoch same trainer 
lot of lot of similarities in their background, and very clearly a lot of difference between these uh, differences between these two men. Uh, where we just had Trevor Murdoch on at the top of the show, we've had Nick Aldis on multiple times. I gotta know, Will, where do your loyalties lie, or not even where your loyalties lie? Just how do you see this match playing out this Sunday? Oh man, I mean, one thing's for sure. And that is this match is long awaited, highly anticipated. Uh, I feel like this has been building since since Power episode 21 or whatever the first episode of this season was. And uh, we've talked to both of these guys on this show. And, and, you know, it's really interesting for me talking to Trevor earlier tonight, uh, Rob, you know, asking the hard hitting questions. Uh, about his emotions and whether or not he thinks it'll it'll get the best of him, he's just not sure. Um, that's a I was happy to see thing. Rob's uh, connection stay strong the whole time. I, I expected him to yeah. just like disappear at any point. Yeah, um, but it, it it is. I will. I won't lie. It's a little concerning because uh, my experience uh, and and the many hours I've spent watching the National Treasure in the ring, much of those defending. Uh, sweet Charlotte, 10 pounds of gold. He does not let his emotions get the best of him. He's very strategic. He's very calculated. Um, he, he has earned every title defense and title win that he has gotten in the NWA. Um, and there's nothing but respect from, from me for the national treasure, the real world's champion, Nick, all this. However, if I'm going with my gut, I think Trevor comes to play. I think he's got, uh, I think he he leverages that emotion to his advantage in this match because this is one-on-one. This isn't a promo at the table where, where uh, you know, there it's, it's not a war of words. If it was a war of words, you know what? National Treasure wins that every day. But this is not a war of words. This is a battle of, of two men in the ring, uh, both of them deserving to be in that position in the main event for an NWA world title. And, I mean, I'm going with my heart and my gut uh, that Trevor Murdoch writes his name in the history books and he joins his mentor, his teacher, Harley Race, as NWA World's Heavyweight Champion on Sunday. Doc, I know you've got a lot to say about this. I'm going to give you the floor just straight out here. There you go. Well, I'll say very boldly, as I said when Trevor was on here, this match is a sham, first of all. Uh, the, the way that it was, and, and don't get me wrong here. Not, that's not on Trevor. That's on the, that's on the company. Okay. Orchestrating this 14 man battle Royal, completely ignoring the, the prestige. No, no. Are you going to give me the floor or not? Cause I I'm see you about the floor, man. Okay. You no, can say I'm something just, in a second. You can say something in a second. Let me finish, just say right? you can't just, just approach the card as it is. The match is in play. Here it is. No, no one I'm getting on to one. that. Who I'm wins? getting to that. Nick I'm getting to how I'm getting why, to how why is it every, getting everything got to be a conspiracy. I'm getting to it, Gary. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to how Strictly Business completes the hat trick tonight. Point one, the tag team titles. <coughs> excuse me. Point two, or excuse me, point B, the Burke, and then the gold medal, the 10 pounds of gold. I'm getting to it, okay? Trevor Murdoch himself has been manipulated. He's not ready to walk in there against the best in the world. Listen to me. Think back to, to what Rocky Balboa said to Adonis Creed, talking about Apollo as, you know, his father. You know, talking about Apollo Creed. Apollo is the greatest of all time. 
And Adonis like, no, he wasn't. You beat him. What did Balboa say? I didn't beat him. Time beat him. Time beat Apollo Creed. Now, here's the difference. Nick Aldis is Apollo Creed, but Nick Aldis is in his prime, okay? Nick Aldis is in his prime. He is at the top of his game. He is doing this better than anybody in the world, and there can be no emotion. There can be no mistakes. You want to talk about, you want to, you're gonna, someone's going to have to prove that they can beat and put down Camille's shoulders? you got to prove to me that someone alive can pin Nick Aldis because when we walk around here week after week and say Aldis can't be beat, we're lying. You know why? Because he's been beaten once in the last three years, Gary. Once. When's that going to have any credibility? Aldis cannot be beaten. Not today. Not next year. Not for the next 1,000 days. And it's not going to be Trevor Murdoch. It's not going to be the Pope. It's not going to be Tyrus. It's not going to be Cody. It's not going to be anyone. That's what I'm saying. The hat trick is completed. At the end of this night, Strictly Business will validate everything that Nick Aldis has been working for this whole time, this whole season, and all the gold is brought home. Bank on it. And you're going to owe me a lot of drinks that night. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to partake of a lot of drinks if that's the same energy you bring. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I mean, I think it's great that you're invoking the name of Rocky Balboa as if Rocky Balboa didn't beat Apollo Crews and stand toe to toe to him. Apollo Crews? I mean, <laughs> I didn't say Apollo Crews. <laughs> Apollo Creed. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about your whole your whole connection that you're trying to make here between the Rocky movies, and God bless you for trying to do it. You know, let's all let's all bring back the '80s and the great uh, Sylvester Stallone. But uh, Rocky Balboa stood toe to toe with Apollo Creed, and the first time Apollo Creed couldn't beat him, and it was a uh, draw, like basically right went down right down to the wire. And um, uh, Gary. Yeah, that so excellent point. Excellent point. Time, time beat him. How many champions have lasted this long? How many champions have gotten this far in one title reign? And you know what? You don't get to control time, Rob. You nor Nick Aldis, nor any man on the face of this earth. And when that man's time comes, it's time then and only then. Like nobody gets to decide that. Nick Aldis certainly doesn't get to decide it. Trevor Murdoch. If it's his time, he's going to take this world's heavyweight championship. And I guarantee you that this Sunday, June the 6th, if there's even an inkling that it's his time, if there is a hole in Nick Aldis's game, which I'm willing to bet there might be, mm. Trevor mm. Murdoch is the man that can take advantage of that and get the one, two, three and cement his time, his place, his destiny in history and become the next world's heavyweight, nay, the real world's heavyweight champion. Your hypocrisy knows no bounds, Gary. Your hypocrisy knows no bounds. You know, what proof do you need? You need proof for Camille and, and, and uh, Serena Deeb, but you don't need any proof with the greatest world champion of your lifetime. That shocks me. That's all I got to say about that. Listen, man, I'm just playing. I'm playing the numbers here. Playing the numbers. Nick Aldis is coming in, and he has got this. He's got this long raid. Nobody can take that away from him. He's going down in the history books. It's happening. But even the greatest, even the best of the best, at some point they take the fall. 
to, you know, when, when somebody's hungrier, somebody's a little bit more ready. Somebody's got a little bit more passion behind it. Mm-hmm. Nick Aldis, he's getting lack, lackadaisical in his uh, title reign, it feels like. And uh, Trevor Murdoch's ready. Trevor Mur- Murdoch is ready to take his place among the legends. He's ready to put his face on Mount Rushmore. I'm just saying. It, it's just, I, I, I feel it in my bones. Guys, Trevor Murdoch is ready to win the 10 pounds of gold. All right. Well, you know, it's just ready for I mean, some applause can- or something. Just. <laughs> oh, we'll get it. We'll get it Sunday. We've drawn the line. We've drawn the line. All right. Well, we're going to take a few minutes here. If you got something to say in the chat, go ahead and throw it in the chat. We want to hear from you. What do you think? What's your favorite match? What's your, what are you looking forward to most? Who do you think's going to win the real world's heavyweight championship on Sunday, June 6th, when our shadows fall from GPB Studios? It's going to be big. Uh, yeah, there you go. Front row saying Doc quoting another great Doc. Doc Holiday. My hypocrisy knows no bounds. Also, uh, also a Georgia boy. Yep, there you go. Uh, you got. He also uh, likes to quote Dr. Dre. So he likes to quote a lot of famous doctors. <laughs> uh, Dave Scooby saying Trevor needs to beat all of us with a pile driver as a tribute to Harley Race. Uh, Dom Galvin saying Murdoch is a perfect wrestler in my book. He is going places. Mm. Uh, Dr. Red out there, with all respect to Trevor Murdoch, Mr. Aldis retains. Uh, Ryan loves your passion, Doc, says you're losing your voice, though. Uh, we can only we can only pray. <laughs> <laughs> John Gott, though, is behind the Doc here, saying this is how the build-up to a pay-per-view should be. Doc giving it his all. All right. And uh, Polkadot Pam is rooting for Camille. And uh, so uh, Ryan Romano says, Nick Aldis retains. Camille takes the Burke. So strictly business. Going to be building that trophy collection, it sounds like, for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I see Camille versus Serena D promises to be another title-elevating match. Can't wait. Man, that NWA Women's Championship has been the focus of a lot of fantastic matchups, hasn't it? It's just, Absolutely. I mean, between the number one contendership between Thunder Rosa and Camille... Uh, Serena D versus Riho. Uh, Camille is Serena D. This is, I mean, it just, it's proven to be one of the hottest contended titles, I think, out there right now. It definitely has the most, like, like high quality matches. If you look at the past year and you look at, you know, just the, the elevation Thunder Rosa gave to that title going on her destruction tour, having matches against Priscilla Kelly and uh, obviously Serena deep and her matches in, in mission pro and, you know, then Serena deep defeating her for the title, defeating her in a rematch. And then the, the ride she's taken it on. And now, like you said, culminating in this match with Camille in, in an NWA ring. I mean, if, if there was one belt that I could pick to follow for the past year, knowing what it's been through, I think it would be that belt because those matches have been second to none. Yeah. And, 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 and seeing, uh, Serena Deeb represent the NWA, uh, this last week, uh, against Riho, a phenomenal opponent, one that I have the utmost respect for. Uh, it was just really, it did my heart well to see this and, 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 and to know that she's coming in to, uh, to Sunday, which might be the match of her life too, you know, 
this this is shaping up to be an epic contest, one that they'll be talking about years from now. Couldn't agree more. So, uh, yeah, the, just a huge card, ladies and gentlemen. One time running through it here, you've got the big tag team fatal four-way the end mecca wolf and bcs 666 versus marche rocket it's slice boogie versus renaro and rudo that's all taking place on june 6th uh when our shadows fall you're also gonna see jtg taking on mr no days off fred rosser you've got the big tag team contest thunder rosa and melina taking on taryn terrell and kylie ray smiling kylie ray making her debut here in the nwa and you're going to see Tyrus, the big man himself, with Austin Idol in his corner, taking on the Pope in a non-title grudge match. This one's going to be vicious. You can count on that. And then a triple threat for the Tag Team Championship. The War Kings meet Latimer and Adonis, maybe strictly business. I almost said that. I mean, I guess they are technically. And uh, Stevens and Kratos, the champions defending here. Can they stay on the same page and defend against this onslaught of two dominant teams? Then you've got Serena Deeb defending the women's championship against the mighty Brickhouse, Camille. And of course, the main event, Nick Aldis defends the real world's heavyweight championship against trevor murdoch is it destiny is it time or does nick aldis 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 whatever does he march right in to over a thousand days as the real world's heavyweight champion we're gonna find out and we're probably gonna find out we're gonna get a good estimate this sunday when he defends that title against trevor murdoch anything else you guys want to add to this one before we uh, wrap this thing up uh, no, I mean, just as Gary said earlier, make sure you're following us on Twitter, social media at TIPW show and all of us individually. I'm sure we will be very active over the weekend at uh, when our shadows fall. So definitely follow us. Let us know what you think and uh, join our discord. If you check out our pin tweet, we have a really cool discord server with a lot of chat going on um, and it's, it's just a great community. So come join us. <clears throat> Absolutely, guys. We'll be very, very active all day on uh, on Sunday, so don't don't hesitate to engage us. We always respond. Uh, that's one of the great things about the NWA is that the fan community is so vibrant and interactive, and this is a company that really does listen to you. I do want to give a special shout out to uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated and our uh, our friend, uh, a true member of the hashtag NWA fan, Fra Frank Mandolini, who's published in this last uh, issue. Um, he's, he's a, he's a, a devotee of the national wrestling Alliance and has been a, uh, a, a very ardent laborer during the pandemic. And it's good to see that his rewards pay off. So I'm not here to plug anything, uh, you know, as a representative of the NWA or this is pro wrestling, but as a personal fan of that periodical and a Frank Mandolini, give that, uh, give that, you know, pick, pick up that issue on your newsstand and, uh, send him a big shout out, uh, well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely. An uh, uh, early member of the hashtag NWA family. Love Frank and uh, PWI has been good to the NWA and to us. So uh, always grateful for those folks. Yeah, check out our show at TIPW Show and all the social medias. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash this is pro wrestling. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on the post show here tonight. More to come, more to talk about, and a big weekend this weekend as new NWA tapings are happening. And of course, on June the 6th, when our shadows fall, do not miss it. It is on Fight TV. You can order it right now. We're going to be there. We're going to be talking to you throughout. So come hang out with us. We can't wait. 
And until next time, you guys enjoy.